Welcome to a special edition of the Bushnell Project, trying to invite the whole family for family worship. So I hope that some of the wives have joined us here in this in December as we head toward that most glorious time of year, Christmas time, and want to look at the incarnation of God. So the idea behind the Bushnell Project and Making Marriage Great is for me to help encourage young men, men of God, to be godly husbands and godly fathers. So really trying to speak to us men. But this month I thought I'd open it up to the whole family and look at some doctrine and why doctrine is important. We're not going to actually answer that question, why is doctrine important. That's for you husbands to, to jump on board with that or have those conversations. But just to look at the incarnation. So going to be introducing two books that I think are super foundational and super important. So one is... Is sort of a catechism or it's a, a faith-based idea. So it's the London Baptist Confession of Faith of 1689. That's right, 1689. How cool is that? And it has a catechism to it as well. Catechism is just a system of learning. There's a question, then an answer with proofs. And so I want to start off with chapter 8 of Christ the Mediator and just to formulate some thought here. So here's the first thought, and then I will put the proofs in there in the verbiage. So I won't, I won't, ta- I won't say them, but you'll be able to look them up yourself. So I'll have all the addresses for the proofs. A proof is the scripture that backs up what I'm about to say, okay? All right, it pleased God in his eternal purpose to choose and ordain the Lord Jesus, his only begotten Son, according to the covenant made between them both, to be the mediator between God and man the prophet, priest, and king, head and savior of the church, and heir of all things, and judge of the world, unto whom he did from all eternity give a people to be his seed, and to be by him in time redeemed, called, justified, sanctified, and glorified. Wowzers. All right, so that's that's who Jesus is, is, right? That's who he is. And then this in this chapter 8, part 2, says is talking about the incarnation. So let's look at this. The Son of God, the second person in the Holy Trinity, being very and eternal God, the brightness of the Father's glory, of one substance and equal with him who made the world, who upheld it, uh, upholdeth, and governeth all things he has made, did, when the fullness of time was come, take upon him man's nature, with all the essential properties and common infirmities thereof. Yet without sin, being conceived by the Holy Spirit, in the womb of the Virgin Mary, the Holy Spirit coming down upon her, and the man, I mean, and the power of the Most High overshadowing her, and so was made of a woman of the tribe of Judah, of the seed of Abraham and David, according to the scriptures, so that two so that two whole perfect and distinct natures were in were inseparably joined together in one person, without conversion, composition, or confusion. Which person is very God and very man, yet one Christ, the only mediator between God and man? And a lot of proofs to go with that. So that's going to be 
Well, I guess you just have to unpack that, right? Maybe listen to it a couple of times. Read some of these scriptures that help back that up. Um, like 1 John, or John chapter 1, verse 14 is, is one that I like to go to a lot. And it just says, it just says this, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory, the glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Isn't that cool? So Scripture just backs this up, backs this up, backs this up. We get to Galatians. A lot of people would say maybe a simple letter. Uh, the Probably the most common verse people think about from Galatians is the being what are the fruits of the Spirit, right? But before that, we have a verse here talking about Christ. Here's the, here's the one from Galatians 4, 4. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. All right, so that's the incarnation of Jesus Christ. We'll continue to talk more about that. Love to get your questions. God bless you.